Hour two, it's the Plank Show on a Monday. Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby, really reacting kind of all morning long to the resignation from longtime Oklahoma assistant coach Kale Gundy and the promotion now we can we can say last night as well. LaDamian Washington, who was serving as an offensive analyst for the program, at least on an interim basis, is your wide receivers coach at the University of Oklahoma. Tons of thoughts from you out there, and we have just tip of the iceberg hit your text messages with your reaction to Cale Gundy resigning. Uh, the situation, obviously, from sounds like end of last week into – well, the bombshell that got dropped last night right before all of us went to sleep and the announcement that he would no longer be an assistant coach at the University of Oklahoma, that OU had indeed accepted his resignation, that Brent Venables had accepted his resignation. Here was the quote, uh, the statement that Brent Venables tossed out there. It's with sadness that I accept Coach Gundy's resignation. He's dedicated more than half of his life to Oklahoma football and has served our program and university well. We are thankful for that commitment. We also acknowledge that in stepping aside, he's placed the program and the welfare of our student-athletes first. In coaching and in life, we are all accountable for our actions and the resulting outcomes. The culture we are building in our program is based on mutual respect Our staff is here to develop successful student-athletes, but also young men of character. As the leaders of this program, it's essential that we hold ourselves to the highest standards as we model for our players the type of men we want them to become, end quote, in the statement from Venables. If for some reason, 10.06 this morning, you are waking up from a foggy dream, and you're saying, what what the heck is Josh Helmer? What are Connor Pasby? What are they talking about on the Ref Sports Radio Network? Now, granted, I know most of you out there up to speed on what's going on here, but for those of you that are just joining to start this 10 a.m. hour, Cale Gundy has authored his resignation. It has been accepted by Brent Venables in Oklahoma after Cale Gundy, by his own admission, read a, a word he should not have read off a player's iPad in a team meeting. We can all deduce what that word was or the former fashion of the type of word that that was, the uh, racial element to it, and now obviously Cale Gundy no longer coaching at the University of Oklahoma. Wide range of opinions this morning, and what I tossed out there on, on Twitter to start our number two is... And you can find me at Josh on Ref, and everybody should be following at KREF Sports on Twitter. I toss this out on my personal feed. You can chime in right there, or you can hit up the text line, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. This is something that I've wanted to dive into on this because I think it's worth asking. What is if now keep in mind. We're in the emotional aftermath of this, so emotions are running high, and maybe you need a day, maybe you need a couple of days before you get get to that point where you can answer this question honestly and separate yourself with the bombshell of news that was dropped last night. But if you are in that place, in that headspace where you think you can answer this question, 
I asked, what's your honest, genuine thoughts on how this Kale Gundy resignation may or may not impact Oklahoma's 2022 season? I like Seth. He's one of the best on Oklahoma Twitter. He's responded quickly. I don't think it'll affect the season on the field in any significant way, but I do think it has the potential to play a factor on the recruiting trail for the 2023 class. I agree, Seth. I think probably in 2024 it's got a chance to impact you there on the recruiting trail as well. I saw David Stone tossed out the wow and what the – Sort of embarrassed emoji face. Then was it Petaway Pet said he had like he said bro with the like unhappy face. That's the 2023 uh, wide receiver correction in the class. Yeah, one of the highest rated commits in this class for Oklahoma, Jaquez Petaway. So we're gonna see. Uh, we we don't know what the fallout is gonna be on this 2023 class yet. Oklahoma obviously, without having been told this, you can deduce Oklahoma this morning is in complete damage control on the recruiting trail. And we're going to see how it plays out. OU's been on fire these last couple of months. June, July were incredible, historic for Oklahoma on the recruiting front. OU's all the way up to number six nationally in this 2023 class. And Jaquez Petaway, as we discussed, you got Jackson Arnold, your quarterback commit, who's a five-star. You got P.J. Adabare, who is uh, the edge rusher out of Kansas City. He's a high, high four-star. There's some that think maybe he's going to wind up being a five-star type talent, at least according to the 24-7 sports composite rankings. That's the number 51 player nationally. And right behind those two is Jaquez Petaway, the wide receiver, wide, wide receiver, if I can speak this morning out of Langham Creek down in Houston, number 55 player nationally, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite. We'll see, Connor. I mean, what's your read on this, on the recruiting front? Are you doom and gloom? Well, first off, the 2022 season, I don't think it will impact it whatsoever. Just hearing that some of the guys were kind of backing up Kale in a sense, but the recruiting side of things, that it could take a turn. It matters how those recruits take it. And it matters if they hear the full story of how it went down with Kale Cundy in that meeting and with the iPad. So we'll see. We'll see about the recruiting. Would you like to issue a formal apology this morning, by the way? I would, yeah. No, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, I can, man. I can. I, I'm just playing with you. Connor I might have, Yeah, I might have leaked something out on my Twitter, <laughs> at Connor Paz. Maybe something that may or may not have been behind a paywall somewhere. Yeah, I should, should have kept it to myself. Apologies to the football brainiacs. Yes, indeed. Yes, hey, indeed. give Connor a break over there, guys. I mean, come on. He's, he's still a youngster in this industry. He is learning. We're all learning day by day. I, for one, appreciated you sharing that because I, I was was not on those message boards over there. So thank you for passing that note along, what they were reporting. I won't report it here because, again, that's uh, sort of their classified information, right? That's uh, the board information over there. I'm laying low for a little while. Like <laughs> yeah, a- you, better, you better Lay duck low. and cover. <laughs> duck and cover, Connor. Oh, man. That's funny, though. That's funny that they burnt you on that a little bit. Hey, you got the engagements you were looking for, right? Mission accomplished. Yes, did you pick had, up a couple of follows? I did. Yes, a <laughs> lot, actually. Although you fans came came alive and saw, saw it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. There you go. There you go. You got some follows, got some attention. That's good. I'm happy for you, dude. 
Sorry, sorry to the football brainiacs this morning. Our, our sincere apologies. Lost you a little money. Lost you a little money. Nah, you got them attention. If anything, people are going to be going over there signing up for memberships. All right, let's kick it off this hour number two. Phone calls from you. Text messages from you. I probably just need a rifle through the text line next segment. After Is True Sooner hanging on? Yep, we still got true. Okay, let's get him in here. We can run a little long this opening segment of hour number two. Obviously, the topic of the day is Kale Gundy resigning, and that's what we're going to talk about all day long. We're not shying away from this situation. It's the biggest story in Oklahoma football, and I know all of you have pretty passionate thoughts out there. And I thought Jim had a great phone call earlier that uh, a lot of people got behind. David, troll phone call. So we're we're one good, one bad, and uh, we, we got – one other one that was a little bit of a troll phone call suggesting Baba Bowie take over as wide receivers coach. So we are all over the map so far this morning. True, what's up, man? True Sooner, good morning. Are you available to answer the phone? True Sooner, I would like uh, my mail delivered promptly. I would like it right now. You can actually just bring it up to the door. You don't even need to put it in the mailbox. He's probably actually making a delivery right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's outside the vehicle. Outside the vehicle. All right, well, put him on hold. We'll, we'll see if we can get him next segment. That's fine. I'm not vindictive enough to say, you had your chance, True Sooner, and adios, goodbye. We'll give him another run for his money. Got a bunch of thoughts from you chiming in on, is this going to impact is this going to impact Oklahoma's 2022 season? Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys chiming in on Twitter with that. What's your honest, genuine thoughts on how this Kale Gundy resignation may or may not impact Oklahoma's 2022 season? Let's dive into that subject next. Connor, you mold that over the break, okay? Let's do it. We got it. Mold that over the break. We're going to dive into it next. It's uh, hour number two. Plank Show right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. We call it the home of Sooner fans. This uh, hour of the Plank Show brought to us by Allison Insurance. I'm Josh Elmer. He's Connor Pasby. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans. T.O. and we're back, baby. Back with you. It's the Plank Show. Hour two. Right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Home of Sooner fans. Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby. Brought to us by Allison Insurance. It's a... Interesting morning for Oklahoma fans, just as last night was a bombshell evening with Kale Gundy resigning. That is not something that any of us thought we were going to see four weeks before this season started here in Oklahoma. I want to read a text message, actually a couple real quick, before we hop back to the phone lines. <laughs> K-Ref, your station for Opinion Sports. This being the same individual that at 9:10 texted us and said, "You guys are wrong. Oh, you got it wrong." Hey, there, there's a lot of people that feel that way. A lot of people that feel that way. KRF, your station for opinion sports. Yeah, it's a sports talk radio show, dude. We better have some damn opinions, otherwise, probably I'm not going to keep this job. What do you want me to hop on here and play audio for four hours every day? That's what we do with our life. What kind of comment was that? That's what we do with our life. We give opinions. Let's hope I have opinions. Are you kidding me? All right. This is a good text, though. As a black man with a son who's on his way to the recruiting trail, hopefully, 
I offered grace and mercy to Coach Gundy. I saw him playing the greatest high school game ever. I, I saw him playing the greatest high school game I ever watched at Booker T as a child. Fell in love with him as a player instantly, and I've been greatly appreciative of his work at the University of Oklahoma. Without knowing all the facts, I can honestly say that I don't believe this was necessary. The problem is and will remain that we as a nation refuse to have conversations about our nation's history, and I believe Coach Gundy's firing is a result of that. Although he should not have used that word, I don't believe that anyone should be judged by the worst thing they have done nor the best thing that they've done, but rather by the consistency of their life. I wish him the best, and I wish my sinners the best in the aftermath. Boomer. It's a very poignant note. Well said. I tend to agree with a lot of what was said right there. Without knowing all the facts, I can honestly say that I don't believe this was necessary. There's a big part of me that feels that way, Connor. And that's the kind of the same thing we're hearing from former players like Mixon, D.D. Westbrook. Saw Paul Thompson say something earlier today. I mean, Kale, Kale's just not a racist. He's family to all those players growing up at Oklahoma, been here for 28 years. This is just not the way for, I think, Kale to go down at Oklahoma. But yet we don't know the full story of what would happen, but still. And maybe we never truly do. Maybe we never truly do. If it was as presented, then I, I kind of feel a lot of the same things. I, I, For those of you that weren't here when we started the show, I said right off the top, my initial reaction was, I don't think Cale Gundy had to go. I think that there could have been a different path. Well, and it, too, too quick for a decision like that, because obviously this had to happen, Josh what, a few days ago, or we would have heard about it way sooner than this. Yeah, it sounds like end of last week and then up until Sunday when, you know, obviously the decision was dropped down. That being said, I've told you all morning long, too, that I just think it's a different world that we're living in today. And regardless of intention, because of the recruiting ramifications of it, Probably you're not going to keep your job today in an instant like that. And it sucks that 30-plus years of goodwill at the University of Oklahoma, that all of the lives that Cale Gundy changed at OU, that in some ways that's just – it's gone in the blink of an eye. I hate that Cale Gundy leaves in disgrace, at least in the in the moment from Oklahoma, given what he's meant to this university. But unfortunately – Something of this nature, that's that's how it's going to play out. Okay, is True Sooner on the phone line? We do have True. We had a little mess up earlier, but we have True. We'll try one more time, and if not, then adios, sayonara, goodbye. True Sooner, Man, good morning. You were calling me out, and I was listening to the radio. I wasn't even on hold. I was up for trip, man. That's the first time I've ever had, had that happen. Before. I know. Hopefully you were delivering uh, some of the Oklahoma gear I bought online that has not arrived yet, so... Hopefully, I was, I was hoping I wasn't. I was hoping I wasn't dreaming that you. That I was maybe I called on my sleep or something. I don't know. <laughs> Sleepwalk, huh? What's up, man? So, Good morning. Well, being the conservative, you know, you 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 you've got to. But being real, you know, being, uh, you know, lean right, I guess the best way to put it. But you got to realize the audience that you're dealing with on why this had to happen. I, I think, I think back to the Russell Westbrook thing. 
um, with, uh, with Davis, Brian Davis. And a lot of people were mad about that, you know, but you got to realize when you look at the big picture, you know, it's, I mean, it really sucks because I think you should get a second chance. But when you look at the big picture on who the audience is, you know, Oklahoma City, they were afraid that, well, if, if, if they let Brian Davis stay, that would hurt their free agents down the road. I mean, this thing right here is about the recruiting down the road. So, I mean, you know, and if you truly are putting the university first, you don't want to get behind the eight ball. Um, your recruiting is going to be hard enough for the next two or three years. Did Oklahoma um, get it right? What What's your gut feel? Do you I, think they I, got I, it right? I, if it's this big of a, if, if it means this big of a deal to the audience, it's not that big of a deal to me. But if it's that big of a deal to these eighteen and nineteen year olds and seven, sixteen and seventeen year olds nowadays that they're recruiting, then Oklahoma got it right. If if they truly are, because that's their audience. That's who they care about as far as uh, making mad or offending or. So if you're truly about the University of Oklahoma and you, but but let me ask you this though, what what kind of damage control besides besides accepting his resignation? I think they need to call a press conference immediately. I've said that this morning. I think that President Harris. I think that Joe Castiglione and I think Brent Venables need to be up there. To me, that is a must in this situation. I don't think you can just accept the resignation and sweep this thing under the rug and act like it didn't happen publicly. Now, Brent Venables, Brent Venables will get asked about this because he's the head football coach and he's got media opportunities coming up. But I, I will be surprised if OU doesn't do that just because Joe Castiglione operates things in such a first-class manner. He'll understand the importance of doing that from a PR standpoint – from a future of the program standpoint, I mean, don't you think they have to do that? I, I think they got to come out and get ahead of it, like kind of like they did on this. But, but I, I will say, I think the people that are upset, and believe me, it it, it, it sucks that he, you know, that that we're in this cancel culture, you know, uh, you know, society, and and that we're, you know, we're, you know, we're all offended and everything. And but, but the thing about it is, is it worth? You got to look at down the road. The twenty three guys are already chiming in. You know, the 22 guys, what, did you just say somebody right now, the receivers already chimed in this morning? Yeah, Jaquay's Petaway, I, I don't remember. If, was it last night or this morning, I mean, Connor? I think it was last night. Yeah, it was last night. He put like a – yeah, he said bro with the, like another smiley face. I mean, David Stone. I mean, I mean there's been a, a number of recruits already that have reacted. I mean, if you, don't, if you don't accept his resignation, is it worth losing half your class in 23? I don't know. I mean, that's what you got to think about, you know? Yeah, well, I'm the answer saying- to that question is no, it's not worth it. And it stinks that that's the reality of the situation, but your recruiting class is your lifeblood now and into the future. I mean, Brent Venables could be Bill Belichick, right? Mm -hmm. Heck, Bill Belichick could be Bill Belichick. His tenure in Cleveland shows you this. He's the greatest football coach in NFL history, right? Stunk for the most part in Cleveland. You know why? He didn't have Tom Brady in Cleveland. Right. Right. You are the players that you have in your roster. That's how good you are, right? So your recruiting class now and into the future is your lifeblood. So, yes, if if this incident, if it was enough to fracture this recruiting class, then, yes, you, you make the move and you go forward here. And I think yeah, OU feels like they have a good option on staff, by the way, in LaDamian, yeah. Washington. I kind of 
had this sort of earmarked that LaDamian Washington was going to wind up being the next receivers coach anyways from the moment that he came into Oklahoma as an analyst. Now, this has expedited it, and it's not under the circumstances that Oklahoma wanted it, but I genuinely believe that was the plan all along. Well, you know, it's going to be, I mean, this is going to be used in recruiting for the next two or three years now. I mean, it's going to take a while for this to blow over. Same, same way it, that the SAE incident was used. And, oh, by the yeah. way, I don't think it had much of an impact negatively on Oklahoma. And I don't think this will. I think they got ahead of it. And, they, you know, and, and you know, but anyway, so I just I, I think they've got to be proactive. And, and, they, and they're doing, I mean, it's, it's not the right thing. I don't feel like it's the right thing as a whole society, but I feel like it's the right thing in the Oklahoma uh Oklahoma it was a business Just, decision. It yeah, was a exactly. business decision. Simple that's as right. that. And that's yeah, we'll it, it sucks for somebody that it, see it true. Appreciate the phone call. That that's the part that stinks is you know if you can work and be one of the greatest employees at your company at your job for an extended period of time and one slip up of this nature and you're done. You're gone. Heck, we've seen slip-ups from a decade ago get unearthed and guys lose their jobs, women lose their jobs over it. So that's just the reality of the way the world works now. It's a different U.S. of A. Different world today than it used to be 15, 20 years ago. I'll say that a lot this morning. You'll hear me say that a lot this week, I'm sure, as we digest this news of Kale Gundy having resigned from the University of Oklahoma. Do we at some point do we at some point talk about something other than this this morning? I mean, I just don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, this is something that You're the executive kept, producer, Connor. <laughs> this is something that obviously kept us up all night and leading to the morning the biggest yeah, the big story of OU football right now, but hey, it's it's up to you. On-air meeting is I think we just keep rolling with this because it's the biggest breaking news in the world of Sooner football. And here's what I'm going to do. The rest of the hour here, we're going to hit hot and heavy the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I've teased it. I promised it. We have not lived up to that reputation. We're going to next, unless you call in. 405-651-3439. Josh Helmer alongside Connor Pasby. Kale Gundy has resigned at Oklahoma. LaDamian Washington is your at least for the moment, interim wide receivers coach. What does it mean for OU? Your thoughts on the text line, on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, next, right here. It's the Ref Sports Radio Network, the home of Sooner fans. Allison Insurance brings us hour two. It's the Plank Show. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby. Right here, Ref Sports Radio Network. It's the home of Sooner fans. Hope everybody had a... Good weekend out there. Happy Monday to everyone. Obviously, it is a unique Monday in Sooner Nation. A breaking news late Sunday night into Monday morning that uh, Kale Gundy has resigned as Oklahoma's wide receivers coach. And it's LaDamian Washington who will take over. This is from Bryant Andrews on Twitter who chimed in. Those painting this situation as, quote, not that big of a deal, end quote, That's the reason this is a big deal, because too many people who don't necessarily affect think their opinions 
matter the most. Too many people who this doesn't necessarily affect think their opinions matter the most. I salute Kale for taking ownership. Actions have consequences, period. Appreciate that. Off uh, Twitter there, chiming in. It's it's going to be split. It is going to be split. My other big question in all of this is, who's going to step up and be a leader now for Oklahoma? How is Dylan Gabriel going to handle this situation? This is where leaders are born. I, I think I saw somebody on the text line earlier this morning say this. Okay, giddy up. Here's your chance to lead because you're right. You're right out there if you're saying, man, this might have this locker room a little bit fractured. This might have this program a little bit fractured. Absolutely it does because for every Joe Mixon or Rodney Anderson out there, I guarantee you there's another player that wants Kale Gundy out. And there are some split opinions on this. And how do you get this locker room melded back together? How do you merge this thing back together? It's gonna take it's gonna take leaders. Gonna take leaders. Whether that's Dylan Gabriel or Justin Broyles, who's Justin Broyles who's been here for four to five years. Yeah, guy that needs to step up. We've seen off season problems at Oklahoma. We've seen different guys step up in the summer before we kick it off of season. But yeah, like you said, someone's gotta step up during the situation. Even if Kale Gundy is not that guy, not a racist, he came out just one little slip up, Josh. That's all it takes. I mean it's a it's a big slip up. Big slip up. It's a big slip up in today's day and age. I mean it's it's a big slip up fifteen, twenty years ago. It's just a different world that we live in now, the way that these types of situations, the way it, it's going to be reacted to. There's going to be a swift response to it, and Oklahoma has had that type of swift response. And quite frankly, that's probably the right response, even though a lot of folks out there don't feel that it is. But like you said, they really need to come out and say something very soon, even if it's taken out of the football's hands and to the OU administration. They have to come out and say something before this thing goes way south. We want everyone needs to know the details of what all went down before before we kick it off for sure. So this is maybe off the beaten path here a little bit, but via the Air Comfort Solutions text line four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. If you missed it in hour one, David called in and basically hounded Oklahoma for having made the safe hire of Brent Venables and Kale Gundy hadn't accomplished anything. It was a ridiculous phone call on a number of different levels, but whatever. Okay, so here's a text message response to it. I went to college with that David guy. He's a, This might be David texting in, by the way. <laughs> I went to college with that David guy. He's a little crass, but he's known for being pretty sharp about sports and Oklahoma football in particular. He's pretty well-regarded professional sports better. I do agree somewhat that the Venables hire was somewhat safe. I wish they would have taken a real swing and worry about them in the SEC. Okay, but who other than who other than Brent Venables did you want, though? Like when David's sitting there calling this the safe hire and an easy hire and it stinks and, oh, man, I, I hope it's a one-and-done deal and he's going to stink at OU. I mean, have you seen what's happened at Oklahoma so far? Take this Kale Gundy situation and toss it aside for just a moment. And look at the recruiting that has happened for OU. It's been a great start to the Brent Venables era, minus having just not coached a football game yet. 
So with all of that in mind, I mean, who the hell else did you want OU to hire? That's that's who we wanted, Josh. That's who everyone wanted. And so far, yes, that's the guy that we want right now. Despite what this hiccup we'd have with Kale, I mean, the recruiting is going north like crazy under Venables. So, yeah, <laughs> what do you mean safe hire? This was the only hire that you wanted. You wanted Venables back to Oklahoma. The Malcolm Kelly thing is there going to be any? Are there going to be any legs to that? I th- I think they roll with Ladamian Washington this well, season. And, it's, and if it's if it doesn't go well, then probably you get a different full time wide receivers coach next off season. And if it but if it does go well, then okay, Ladamian Washington is probably your wide receivers coach now and into the future, assuming he can recruit well too. I mean, we're going to see how all of that shakes out. But there's a lot of support here. For, hey, go bring Malcolm Kelly back. I've seen some people say, hey, let's hire Kenny Stills. It's like, is it just, let's let's go bring in a former Oklahoma wide receiver? I mean, you got to, obviously you're sticking with LaDamian Washington for this season. And yes, it matters how this season plays out for the receivers and how it pays out for LaDamian Washington. I mean, I would Honestly, in my opinion, I wouldn't mind another Oklahoma guy coming back, whether that is Malcolm Kelly or someone else. But if LaDamon Washington does a really good job at Oklahoma in his first year, they're going to find a way to keep him. He's got a lot of experience coaching receivers. So well, I, th- I thought that was a good hire for La- – that was one of the sneaky hires for Oklahoma to get LaDamon Washington in Oklahoma. He's got a good track record. As an offensive analyst, and now, I mean, he didn't see necessarily this thing – shaking out the way that it has this quickly with him now taking over as the wide receivers coach. And look, you know, Malcolm Kelly is – he's been TCU's wide receivers coach since 2019, so it's not as though he's not coached Power 5 football and been an assistant coach on this level. I mean, he's he's qualified to do it. It's just – I don't know. Everybody just seems really fired up about that. And is it just – okay, so – the criticism that, for example, David and our other texter there said about Brent Venables, then are you getting into that a little bit with Malcolm Kelly where it's the quote-unquote safe hire with Malcolm Kelly because he played at Oklahoma and you got the Malcolm Kelly rap and everybody would love to see him back in Crimson and Cream. We've got some folks out there. Sign me up for Malcolm Kelly. That's from Kendall. The thing with Malcolm is that he's killing it at TCU. So there's a lot of support out there. I just I don't think that that happens before this season boots off, though. No, <laughs> well, this, I mean that's I think too it, quick. That's too quick before the season starts to just say, "Hey, Malcolm Kelly, that's come. Can you come be the receiver coach? You got now, you got what two two or three weeks to prepare for this." Now I will say this: Malcolm Kelly, I, I'm sure, is an incredibly loyal guy, and has you know no doubt been a hard worker throughout his playing career into now his coaching career I would imagine that again he's been loyal but dude if you get the offer to be the assistant coach at Oklahoma as a wide receivers coach he probably would jump at the opportunity I would think even this close before the season starting now there is that a little bit of uncomfortable nature of it happening this close again to the season starting here's Jay in Tulsa if I'm Brent Venables I make Ohio State wide receiver coach and passing game coordinator 
Brian Harline an offer he can't refuse. So there's some thoughts out there that, and we'll see. I mean, maybe Brent Vittables does act and goes and gets a established, proven wide receivers coach here right before the season ever gets started. Well, it matters if this is for, like from Jay and Tulsa talking about Ohio State receiver coach and passing game coordinator Brian Harline. Are you talking about for next year or are you talking about before we kick things oh, off? Oh, I just talk. Soon? I think, uh, I, Jay. You can chime in yourself. I mean, you know, I how, think he's you know talking how, about for right now. You know how coaching works. If Damian Washington does a great job with those receivers, and it's his time to shine, kind of. He's in that main spotlight to coach up those receivers. If he has a really good season with them, Josh, then they're going to figure out a way to keep him instead and go and get another guy. Yeah, I mean, we just we don't know yet. I mean, you might have you might have your wide receivers coach now and into the future. You might have the right guy already on campus. Click that right there from the 918. Yeah, this is uh, this is good. One, it's too late to bring someone else in. You can't install a new offense with a new coach in a couple of weeks mid-camp. Two, people who aren't aware that Malcolm Kelly is an incredible wide receivers coach at TCU are just assuming we want OU wide receivers back. So they're taking real estate. Ryan Broyles and NFL player Kenny Stills and throwing their names in. Yeah, I mean – Malcolm Kelly's the serious candidate. Yeah, I mean, we love bringing guys back who have that OU background. But, I mean, <laughs> there's there's nothing wrong with having a coach who, like, has, hasn't done anything with Oklahoma. I mean, trust me, I love bringing back – I would love bringing back Malcolm Kelly. I just – to me, I'm going to be shocked. going to be shocked if OU goes and – hires a different wide receivers coach before the season starts. I they're going to try They're going to try to get Kelly to come to Oklahoma, where, whether he wants to leave TCU or obviously he's going to be offered more money to come be the receiver coach and, yeah, like you said, assistant coach for Oklahoma. Julio Jones is about to need a job. Might be worth a phone call. Big Bad Wolf says, who gives a rip if it's a safe hire? If the fans and team get the person they want, then that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, with all due respect to the fan base here, it's not about, for the most part, who you want. It's about who Brent Venables wants and what's going to be best for the program. And I think, again, I, I keep saying this, I think they might have that in LaDamian Washington. Let's see how this thing shakes out. I, I tend to agree with that texter that, man, it is so late in the game here to go get somebody different that hasn't been around here from the spring on. And that's why I – keep asking the question this morning, how is this going to affect 2022? I mean, there's some that feel like this is not going to affect this season at all. <laughs> yeah, Steve Smith. Senior. Yeah, baby. Let's just go get all these former wide receivers. What's what's Randy Moss up to? That, that would be incredible. <laughs> Let's Randy just call Moss. him, right? Who cares? Get him over here. See if he wants to coach some football. Jerry but, yeah. Rice, what's he up to? <laughs> yeah, but Jerry – but LaDamia Washington's been kind of Kale Gundy's wing throughout this summer and throughout the camps. I mean, he knows the system. You can't you can't just bring someone in this late in the year and just expect him to know the offense and get everything down before, before week one. You can, but I think it's very – to me, it's unlikely. Though, by weeks in, maybe we're talking about a new wide receivers coach. We'll see how it plays out. We're doing – do a break here. It's hour two. It's the Plank Show. Obviously, we're reacting to uh, what has been a buzzsaw of big news in Oklahoma Sooner Athletics. 
with uh, obviously Kale Gundy resigning. So taking a timeout, Plank Show right here, Josh Elmer, Connor Pasby. Your phone calls are welcome all morning long, 405-329-9000. That's the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. Josh and Connor, back with you on the Ref Sports Radio Network. It's the home of Sooner fans. After this, back with you here on the Plank Show. Okay, there we there we go. Yeah, switch microphones on you. Sorry about that, Connor. Drake's in here putting together the bits and pieces of the studio. He has been hard at work. Drake has been one of the primary engineers on much of this in here in the revamped Ref Sports Radio Network studio. So round of applause for Drake Dyken. It is the Plank Show on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Hour 2, as always, brought to us by Allison Insurance, Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby. And we hit up the phone lines before we call hour number 2 a day right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Bill's hanging out on the Riverwind Casino jackpot line, 405-329-9000. Bill, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I gathered Kale read something off a player's iPad that was wrong. It's sad that you can paint somebody a racist off of that. Because I think Kale's one of the greatest Sooners, along with Bob Stoops and Switzer in history. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that's what happened. We we know the – without having been specifically told what the word was, I mean, we know that it was a variation of uh, the N-word, right? I mean, that's what we know this morning pretty much. And – Obviously, whether or not it was intentional or not, it uh, has resulted in Kale Gundy's resignation. As sad as it is, you have to see it. I see it from the Oklahoma had to do something. It won't affect the, the on-field this year, but if you're in the business of recruiting young men, and let's face it, 90% is black, young black men, I think the University of Oklahoma got it right, even though it sucks. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. And my initial reaction, just based on what we've heard now, whether or not that is a true depiction of how this went down, if it was that Kale Gundy read the word once off a player's iPad and it was inadvertent, then, okay, it doesn't sound all that bad on the surface. Now, here's the other thing we have to consider this morning. We don't know that that's the case. We do not know that that's the case. Now, that's how it's been presented to us. So that's how we have – that's all we have to go off of. And if yeah, that, that's, all you have. that's all you have to go off of. So you have to – until somebody comes out and says exactly what, will ha- what happened and that they ever will do that. So it could have been – it could have been just that. It could have been more severe than that at just that – you know, just the way it's been described, the recruiting implications of this, what it means in terms of players in that locker room, I agree with you. I think as I've slept on it, as I've thought about it more, I just think we're in a day and age to where Oklahoma had to move on. And, I don't, you know, but- somebody, somebody put a really good thought out there too, Bill. Let me see. I don't have this tweet in front of me, but basically they said, you know what? This is, for Brent Venables, when you've talked about ethics and family and togetherness and the holistic nature of this program, all of the things that Brent Venables has sold and here you practice what you preach, this is the first instance of that, and everybody wants to throw their arms up about it. 
get behind Brent Venables. He's sticking to his guns here. Hey, Bill, I'm sorry, man. We ran out of time here, but I appreciate the phone call. That's it for hour number two. We'll come back. We'll keep rolling along. It's the Plank Show, Ref Sports Radio Network, the home of Sooner fans.